Welcome to Great Points, financial insights for improving your relationship with money. I'm Matt Schroeder, Certified Financial Planner and Director of Financial Planning at Great Point Wealth Advisors, a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in Boston and Danvers, Massachusetts. Today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about the markets that are uh, year-to-date. You know, as an investor, everyone is kind of dealing with the same things. Every time you open up the paper, the internet, uh, you watch your portfolios, and values are going all over the place. Um, now, today's episode is not about uh, investment theory or you know, you know predictions on what to do, but more or less, um, you know, some ideas or tips on how to kind of manage your emotions during this difficult time. Um, and, and kind of, you know, how to, how to go about aligning what the decisions you make in these moments with your long-term financial planning and objectives. So obviously markets have not been positive year to date. You know, when you look at your statements in 2021, everyone was happy. Uh, right now, as people open up their accounts or they, you know, they have their app on their phone, uh, very few people are excited by what they see. And every single day brings a new challenge, a new mystery. And if you start following some of the click articles down the side about what's going to happen or what could happen or what people are predicting, uh, you quickly realize that, um, you know, uh, I'll, I guess I'll share what I observe. Uh, if you just read all the articles in December and in, uh, in January, uh, the analysts were predicting the S&P or the overall markets would grow in 2022. Um, and then as markets started to fall, surprisingly, the analysts suggested that the markets might not grow by as much. Um, and a recent article I read just uh, last week, uh, one analyst uh, suggested that markets uh, might be lower this year, uh, which is shocking. You know, After markets have fallen 15 to 20% to make a prediction that markets might be lower uh, for the year is, um, is, a pretty, is a pretty bold step. Um, so you read all these things and then you take a step back and say, okay, well, if one analyst suggests that the markets might fall another 15%, maybe I should sell some stock. Uh, well, another analyst uh, predicts that the S and P 500, you know, is going to end the year at say 4,200 and it's currently at 3,900. Um, I should buy the S and P 500 because even if it goes down a little further, it might go further up. Um, and just to bring, uh, bring you back to some of the core basics around investment planning and financial planning, um, stock market, stocks are aggressive, stocks are risky, and stocks are volatile. So if you're buying a stock and you're trying to guess what's going to happen in the next three to six months, you've probably already lost, um, meaning that stocks are really designed to have a five to 10-year hold or longer. And the longer you hold them, the more predictable they get. Um, but trying to guess what's going to happen in the short term uh, is a recipe for disaster. So if you're sitting here right now and reading all these articles about what's going to happen in July or the summer or October, or we might have a recession. Is it going to be a mild recession? Is it going to be a soft landing? Is it going to be a, a, you know, a, a 2008 or is this a 2000 market or is this an 80, 86 crash? And what market are we in right now? Um, you know, As much as people like to, to guess and, and make it, estimates and you know, trying to predict what market we're in, the fact is nobody knows. Because if people really knew, uh, they wouldn't be having to be interviewed for articles. They would know exactly what to do, and they'd be making a lot of money doing exactly what uh, the, the future was going to hold. Um, but the fact is, no one knows what the future is going to hold. And the question you really should be asking yourself is, 
where do I see things in five years? And just for fun, I did a few Google searches and said, you know, uh, analyst, analyst estimates for 2027. And you can't find any. No, no analysts are making guesses. Or if you, you know, talk, read some economist articles, you know, markets and they talk about bear markets being shorter than bull markets. So, you know, even if the markets continue to go down for another six to 12 months, most analysts and most economists believe that the, the stock market will do what it's done time and time again, which is move back higher eventually, higher than it was at the start of 2022. So if you're sitting here thinking about your investment portfolio and trying to decide what to do, ask yourself a couple questions. Um, do I believe that the markets will eventually recover and be higher than they are today? And if the answer to that is yes, then the best thing to do is uh, one of two things. Either A, do nothing and keep your current allocation and stay invested, or B, continue to invest more. Um, you know, a lot of people worry about the balances of their 401k, but I rarely get questions about people asking me, should I stop saving? Should I stop adding to my 401k? The fact is people aren't thinking about that. So they're constantly adding to their 401k each week buying stock. And some weeks they're buying them on sale if the markets are down and some weeks they're buying them at a premium if markets are up. Um, but they keep saving, even though the big thing that stresses them out is watching the big balance number go up or down or up or down. So, you know, if you're, if you're working and you've got 20, 30, 40 years, maybe you're not thinking about this a whole lot and it's easy just to ignore the balances and not open the statements and just keeping adding to your 401k. Um, sometimes it's more challenging for someone who is uh, not working or maybe is retired or living on those assets. And if you look at your overall portfolio and, and you're living on these assets and you're 100% stock, this is a very stressful time. And, um, you know, I, you know, you but probably by lack of planning, you've ended up in this position. Um, but for anybody who's working on a, a distribution plan, it's likely that you have some money in cash or bonds that's set aside for just these types of events. And if you have three, four, five, six years worth of reserves in bonds or safer assets, um, you have some time to weather the market storms. So even if you were in your 70s and you don't have a 40 or 50 or 60 year investment time frame. Um, you still have some safety built in to allow markets to do what they do. So um, if you've done your planning ahead of time and you've got your allocation properly set up and you've got some liquidity, even though the overall number is probably going down right now, this is essentially what you've designed it for, is to, to, to take money out of the safer assets and allow the more risky assets to have time to do what they do. Um, and it's primarily the reason having those risky assets is why your your portfolio is much bigger than it was probably in 2018 and 2017 because equity markets have had a, had a good run over the last three or four years. Um, the other things you know you want to keep be aware of is that you know in the last four years, so since uh, the beginning of 2018, this is our third uh, kind of market dip of more than a 15% drop in equity prices. So it's not like these, these aren't happening all the time. It just tends to happen every couple of years and people tend to forget about it uh, between the last time and the new time that it's happening. So, um, you know, so as far as tips and things you can think of, like I said, I'm not predicting where the markets are going to be in January of 2023 or, you know, when we're going to touch the bottom and, you know, what's going to be the, the spark that ignites the, you know, the, the market start to move back up. But I'm going to share with you the same thing I'm telling all my clients, which is if you have, 
your safety assets and your liquidity to, to kind of bridge the gap for, for a number of years. Um, there's a lot less to stress about. And, um, you know, we do believe that markets will eventually move back higher than where they are today. So if you have uh, money to save on a monthly basis, keep saving, you know, keep adding to your 401k. Uh, if you got a pay raise or bonus and you're trying to decide, should I invest it now or invest it later? Best time to invest is always now. Um, because if you know, if you believe the markets will be higher in the future, uh, getting those dollars working for you will capture that long-term return. Um, you know, is is there the chance that you invest it today and markets go down a further 10% and in the short term, you you feel like you've lost money? Yeah, that's a real that's a real probability. Um, but if you continue to hold it for 10 years or five years and the markets are up 10, 15, 20% from when you put it in, uh, you're going to be rewarded. Uh, on the flip side, if you wait and you try to guess when the bottom is and uh, the markets slowly start moving back up from here, you'll never put that money to work for you and you'll regret having missed that opportunity. So trying to guess when the bottom is a, is, is a very dangerous game and trying to time the market is also um, just wrought with uh, mistakes and stress and anxiety. So keep things simple. If you've got money to invest, invest it and try to think about it for the long term. Um, if you need money in the next one to three years, make sure it's in a safer place and you're you're not taking a lot of risk or trying to you know bet the bottom and double your money on the rebound. Um, that's that's a very risky strategy. Um, so and then and if you can, if you don't need these monies for a long time, yeah, try avoid opening, try avoid opening the statements every month. Um, because you know, you know, having to see down numbers over and over again is is challenging. So it forces you to kind of think about this every single month. But trust your plan, trust your uh, trust the long term um, movements of markets, and and make sure that you've um, you've asked some of these questions of yourself. So once again, it doesn't matter what's happening in the next month; it matters what's happening over the next five years for your overall financial plan. And uh, if you are thinking about something that might need liquidity in the next three to five years, like college education or home improvements, you know, maybe starting to, to pull some cash aside and, um, you know, taking some risk off the table might be appropriate in your situation. So, um, you know, this was a kind of an unscheduled episode as, you know, I'm kind of going to be moving into an, a new chapter starting in a few weeks um, and kind of. But I wanted to, I thought this was useful timing to record something that, you know, kind of addressed the markets and like I said, not trying to predict where things are going, but more uh, how to manage the emotions around it and how to kind of ask yourself the right questions so that you know which articles to waste, you know, read and which things you can kind of avoid and try not to get sucked into the, uh, you know, that, that, that doom loop of reading bad news all the time. So um, I hope this is helpful. And as, as we've talked about before, um, there's not a stock or, or a perfect investment strategy for everybody, but there is a right one for you. And hopefully this can help you, uh, you know, get to that point. Now, I hope you can apply some of what you heard today to improve your relationship with money. And thanks again for listening. Until next time, I'm Great Points with Matt Schroeder. Great Points is hosted by Matt Schroeder. Great Point Wealth Advisors is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with the securities laws and regulations. Great Point Wealth Advisors does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through Great Points. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.